Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Huss. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode, we're talking about fear. So on Sunday at church, our message was about putting God first. And we were thinking about it. And when we put God first in situations and we listen to what God has to say, fear isn't a thing. So we came up with today thinking about like, what are we scared of and why do we feed into, like, the enemy's lies when Joss made this point today before when we were talking about this before recording, before when we were talking about this. Yes, Joss has got this part. But we were just thinking about, like, when we just give so much into fear, but why do we do that? Right. And, yeah, it was crazy because when we sat down and I was like, did you think of what to record today? And she was like, yeah. And then she brought up, you know... Um, talking about putting God first and this and that and I was like that's so crazy because I was gonna I wanted to talk about a little bit about faith and having faith um, over fear and so I was trying to come up with a message this morning at work and I was reading my Bible and one of the things that came to my mind is I was reading some of my old notes actually and one of the things that I had written down was the devil can only work through worry and anxiety and fear like he can only work through fear And God can only work through faith. So I thought that was such a good point because it's like we know that God can't work with us when we're in a constant state of worry, anxiety, and like anxiousness and all these things. But yet we still dwell in that. And so then I was like, you know what? Why do we believe what the devil has to say, what the world has to say, even what we have to say over what God has to say Mm -hmm. when all three things that I named before has the capability of lying and the devil is incapable of telling the truth. So we believe in that over God's word when God is incapable of lying. Yes. Like we don't believe him, but he is not even able to lie. Yes. And I remember how I brought up the TikTok before this. I exactly remember what it says. The girl, I've seen this girl a lot on my For You page recently. And she, one of the times she was like, we, what did she say? This one. I'll say this one first before I forget it. She was saying that, like, when we have anxieties and stuff, we, like, feed into those, like, what Joss was saying. But we, when we have stuff written on our heart to, like, backfire, and we've said this before in previous, but I recently heard it again. Like, when we have stuff to backfire what, like, the enemy's saying, like, we can stand up and, like, stand it firm in God's word. And that's not that's exactly so what good. she was saying. But I, like, think about that a lot. When I have, like, scriptures written on my heart about, like, what God is saying about me, I can combat what I said, but instead I sit in fear, like what you're, mm-hmm. like what we, a lot of Christians do sit in fear, like God doesn't love me. I'm not worth loving like this. These people don't like me, but like, why do we care about that? Yeah, That's so true too. And it reminded me, um, something pastor said in the past too, like, it's almost like thinking about when you have a toothpaste tube and you know what comes out of a toothpaste tube because it's filled with toothpaste, toothpaste right? So when we're under pressure and we um, are in a state of like, you know, anxiety or nervousness, what comes out of us? Is it negativity or is it the word of God? Like when we're under pressure, we don't know what's going to happen next. Like we're either nervous or angry or whatever. What are the words that actually come out of our mouths? Is it life or is it, you know, death? Like, are we speaking negative or are we speaking positive things wow. from the word of God? Wow. And that re- that's always stuck with me, too, because I'm like, that really does show where somebody's heart is, is when they are in a state of, you know, panic. 
Because if we're always in a good mood, we're not going to be talking about bad things or we're not going to be, you know, whatever. But when we're in a negative state, that's what really shows our faith. Right. You know, it's not in the good times where faith is tested or where faith is shown because that doesn't take much faith to have to walk through. Exactly. But when you're in a time where you're up against a wall and you can't feel like you can't move forward or everything's against you, that's what shows your faith. Like, are you still going to speak the word of God even though you don't feel like he's with you right then and there? You know, and so... I feel like that's really important for us to remember when we're going through struggles and we're going through hard times is no matter what is it looks like around me, I'm still going to choose to walk the way God wants me to walk. I'm exactly. not going to turn back and I'm not going to start doing those things that don't glorify him just because yep. I'm not happy with what he's doing in yep. my life right now. And um, Michael Todd, I he said in a sermon and it's at, in one of the songs I listen to and it always plays on my playlist and he was like, I'm not going to turn back to work because that's what I used to do. I'm not going to go hang out with those friends anymore because that's what I used to do. I'm not going to go watch porn anymore because that's what I used to do. And I was like, when I every time I hear that, I'm like, wow, like that's like taking like one step forward and like four steps back like being like I'm gonna praise God but I'm still gonna do the other things like and that's when I like put my life in perspective I'm like I don't do those things anymore like why am I still doing them like because we want to go to what's familiar we want to go to what's comfortable and what our old friends are doing Mm -hmm. and then oh you know what because it totally I lost my train of thought with what I wrote down earlier but this is exactly kind of goes with what you just said is I was watching the sermon calling called drowning in doubt and it's by Dr. D it's the one that I sent you yeah and he's talking about um Matthew 14 and it's the chapter on where Jesus is walking on water okay and so it's the whole Matthew 14 is all about faith like testing your faith and basically what the part that he was preaching on was when Jesus was trying to get Peter to come out of the boat and walk on water. Yeah. And as soon as he got out of the boat and started to doubt himself, like he looked down and he's like, whoa, I'm walking on water. He started to doubt himself. So he started to sink. Right. And immediately Jesus went and picked him up. Mm -hmm. But he was like, you have little faith. Like, why did you start to doubt? And, and it's crazy because he was like, you know, him having faith was, what actually started to make him drown because if he wouldn't have stepped out of the boat he wouldn't have started to drown right Right. but the the second he started to doubt was when he started to drown and sometimes we get that mixed up like we think oh stepping out on faith is too risky like this could happen that could happen but that will only happen if you lose faith for a second Mm -hmm. you have to keep your faith like that's the most important thing yeah and i think um I have a tattoo on my wrist and it says faith and I was going to get God is greater than the highs and lows but like every time I would like think about getting it like it something always told me not to like it was Mm. just like no like not yet not that one and then I saw this faith tattoo and it looks like a cross when you look at it at first and I think like God really pushed me to get it because he knew that I needed to be reminded every day that I need faith yeah and that's the thing like Obviously, everybody struggles with it. Right. Well. We're never going to be perfect in our walk, ever. Right. Like, not one Christian can say that they've been absolutely blameless right. in their entire walk. Right. It's just not possible. But I think it's so important to keep in our minds, like, even if you make a mistake, you could still have faith. Exactly. Like, even if you slip up or there's an obstacle, like, faith over everything. Exactly. Because when God knows that you're still operating in that state of faith, like even when something's a little bit scary, even when you don't really want to do something, but you still do, 
that's when he can be like, okay, I see you have that faith. Like yeah. I can work with you. Exactly. And the Bible says faith of a mustard seed. You don't mm-hmm. have to have like so much faith. You can exactly. have just the littlest bit of faith. Like even if you're like, I can still do this, even though I really don't feel like I can. Right. You still have that little faith that you can. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. And I think that ties back to, like, putting God first, like, what we were talking about. Because it's, like, when we have, like, anxiety and stuff, like, what you were saying in the beginning, like, with the worry, that's what the devil fights with. So it's, like, when we're sitting here in worry and fear, like, that's when the devil's going to come and get us. But if we're sitting here in faith and have those scriptures written on our heart or even, like, when you're in those fear statements, like, even if you don't have it written on your heart, if you can just open your Bible and just read it and it's so much easier said than done because... When I'm in those state, states of mine, I just want to, like, crumble and fall. Yeah. But, like, no, like, we have to be strong enough and have enough faith in God to open our Bible and be like, this is what your word says. Why am I thinking that I'm ugly? Why am I thinking that I'm not worth it? Why yeah. am I thinking I don't deserve these things? When your word says I do. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally written in scripture, like, what we deserve and everything we are going to, like, all the promises of God, like, are written in scripture. So why do we sit back and are like oh this is not like I'm wrong like this isn't right like you know what I mean like we literally doubt God exactly why do we doubt what God can do yeah maker of everything exactly and I think too like when whenever I am in a constant state of worry I tried I literally try to remind myself like the devil is so happy right now like don't give the devil a reason to be happy yeah you know and like I know it's <laughs> no, so annoying but like I that literally makes me so annoyed that I'm like you know what like me being anxious makes the devil happy like I'm not gonna do it dude. I don't want to do it it's like when you and I think Ethan said it like um Joss's brother said it like when we sin it's like the enemies like laughing no I told my brother you that. told your brother I don't that know why this even came in my head it's like God was literally trying to annoy me so bad because I'm a very anxious person so it's like yeah. super annoying when I'm feeling anxiety and I'm like Josh you're really making the devil happy like you need to stop and I'm like but I can't stop like oh my goodness and then I'm like just sitting here like in a battle in myself like don't make the devil happy like but don't yeah have you know what I mean like it's just yeah oh in my mind sometimes it's crazy but dude the main point yeah I never really realized like this sounds like I'm psycho but like a (laughs) devil angel effect like like in movies how they're like one side is good and one side is bad like I never really realized that was until I started my relationship with God because one minute it's like no you don't want to do that that's not good for you the other one's like yeah do it do it do it bro what like what is this coming from I saw this somewhere and I don't remember if it was a TikTok a YouTube video or where it was but it was basically saying how like the devil can't actually get to you so he just tries to confuse you And I'm like, you know what, that makes a lot of freaking sense because I feel like sometimes, and it's always when you're anxious too, nothing makes sense. No. Like you're always confused. You're like, oh my gosh. Like what what should I do? Like where should I go? Who should I talk to? Where can I get help? Like you're trying to search and search and you're confused on what to do, what decision to make. You can't make a decision when you're anxious. You just can't because you're thinking of all the things that could go wrong, right? Exactly. That's confusion and God doesn't give us that. Like, he doesn't give us that. And I think even in those moments when I'm like that, if I were to just be like, God, like, please just give me clarity or God guide me, like, right. I need help, He, I would have more clarity than I did if I'm just <laughs> willing to sit here in my anxiety yes. and think that I can figure it out because yes. I sure as heck can't figure yes. it out. And I haven't done this for myself yet, so I can't be like, oh, this is what I do. But, like, literally, like, because that's what I like to do sometimes. Like, this is my point, but I've never done it before. But, like, I know this is what I should do, but I don't, so. This is what I should do, but what I should do is when I'm in those, like, God knows the beginning from the the end from the beginning. So, like, he knows what we're going to do. He knew 
what we were going to record today. Like We just look so dumb when yeah. you think about it. I'm like, we literally look so dumb. Like, I know. We're doing things that we think that God, like, doesn't know. That we can get out of or something or, like, somehow it's going to work out. But God's already looking at us like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. Yeah. And, like, like it's like there's, like, a mountain. And we can choose to, like go god's way and like make it easy on ourselves or go like all the way around it like up the side of it like down the side of it and it's just like if we really trust it like really because at first i think when i first started my relationship with god i was like okay bro i can't hear you i don't know what the frick you're saying yeah. like i'm trying to understand it i don't call god bro but <laughs> i'm like what are what am i doing like i don't understand it like i'm asking you for help and you're not helping me mm-hmm. but it's like if we sit back and like actually like what pastor said on sunday like do you, like, you feel like you're stuck in a situation? Did you even ask God to be in that situation? That's like, so good. If you, like... That really made me think, because I was yeah. like, you know what? There are a few situations yeah. where I didn't ask God, but, yeah. man, they're really hard, and I right. don't like it. <laughs> but why did I do this? <laughs> but I do have an opposition to what you said about the mountain, because sometimes God's plan does look like the loop-de-loop, and, you're like, right. the all the way around, and the obstacles, and sometimes our way looks like a straight path yeah but we're not realizing that if we try to take that straight path one god's gonna redirect us onto his path no matter (laughs) what like he's gonna make obstacles Mm -hmm. in front of us no matter where we try to go like he's god right i think we forget that god is god sometimes and that he has the authority over anything on earth so like try to run away or not yeah gonna be there that makes me laugh so much like sometimes we literally think we're so good at hiding stuff like oh god will never find out like I could say this Psych. and you don't know, and it's like no, God knows, brother. Like right. He already knows the outcome, dude. Right? He knows what you're doing in this situation, and he knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. And when like I was tripping about a situation that happened this week, yesterday with me, and I was like talking to Joss about it before, and I was like, I hate not being in control. Like yeah. I hate not being in control. And now I'm, like, thinking about it, and this podcast was perfect for what I needed this week because I'm, like, talking about it, and I'm, like, if I just sit back and I'm, like, God, this is really, because I'll say it to myself and I'll pray, and I'm, like, God, this is in your your hands, and then I'll try to take it into my own hands, and I'm, like, I was going to say it's so funny because we think we have control and we never do. Like, no matter whether we think the situation's in our control or not, God could change it completely. Like, he has the ultimate control. Exactly. And it's hard, though, because... I forget where I read this too, but we're literally battling the flesh, the world, the devil. Like we're battling all three of those things. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just blame the devil for things, but sometimes it's it really every, is just right. ourselves. And sometimes it really is just the influence of everything around right. us. So we're battling all those things. So we have to choose to to follow God exactly. over everything that's around us. Exactly. And that can be really freaking difficult. Yeah, and I think, like, people get it twisted. Like, they're like, oh, being a Christian, like, seems so easy, but it's not. Like, <laughs> I feel like I have so many more ball- battles and stuff, too, because God... And this is what I heard in a sermon. I don't know if I heard it on TikTok or if YouTube video or if Pastor said it on Sunday, but, like, we have so like it's like god is cleaning us so he's like mm-hmm. revealing i think it was in a tiktok he's revealing all the things inside of us that aren't pretty yeah that are ugly he's trying to help us change those things so like we're constantly battling with ourselves like trying to like get better but then mm-hmm. ourselves like our flesh wants to pull us back because they know that's like what i said what michael todd said like that's what we used to do so we're comfortable with that but like we're constantly battling with that because we want to get better but we're like constantly battling with what was yeah which is as crazy as it sounds and it's like as christians we're constantly trying to clean ourselves up like and you don't need to go to jesus clean like he wants to clean you he sat with sinners and he's like let's fix this i literally just read this too like how 
Jesus was like, at one, I forget what story it was. I think it was in Matthew. And this woman, like her daughter was demon possessed. That's what it was. Her daughter was oh. demon possessed. And one of his disciples was like, you don't want her. Or it was like, okay, I'm not going to say this very correctly or politically correct. But <laughs> I'm going to try dude. to explain it's it. And one of his disciples was like, well, you don't want her whatever. Like, you know, there's something wrong with them. Right. Like, you're not going to stop and do this. And Jesus was like, no, like I came for the sick. Like, right. I came for people like this. This is the whole reason exactly. I'm here. It's not for the people who are doing great. Like, it's yeah. for the people who need me. Exactly. And that is so comforting because I think a lot of times as humans, we just think that, oh, we've messed up way too much. Like, we can't go back to Jesus. Like, God doesn't want to talk to us. He doesn't exactly. want anything to do with us. We're these terrible people. All Christians most likely have done something that Bad. is not good. Right. You know, whether it's something as simple as lying or it's something as big as killing somebody. Right. Like, we've all sinned at some mm-hmm. degree. Yeah. You know, and it's, God wants to help you. Yeah. I, this is just a little backstory, but my grandma, she, I might I have told she, this story this week. You to did? Volunteers. Yes, really? I told this story and I literally said, like, God will forgive anybody, but yeah. keep going. But I but, just thought that was Yeah, funny. dude. My grandma is part of women's, she was part of this thing called Women's Aglow. It's a very big Christian ministry for just women. And she loved it and she did amazing things, but she was doing prison ministry because my grandma was a minister and then she retired a when I was, like, younger, besides this point. So she met the first woman woman to be on death row in Texas, which is insane. And my grandma, like, if you know me and you know my grandma, my grandma's, like, this little five-foot lady. And you're like, why would you do that? But she, she's just crazy. She's, like, a saint. Like, I'm very thankful that I have somebody to look up to mm-hmm. in a strong faith like that. And she said she went to death row. She met the first woman to get executed. And she said she's never been to a more holy place. And the lady who she met, she um, pickaxed somebody to death. Like, that's how she killed somebody. And it just shows that, like, God can take somebody that murdered somebody. So what, and that's what it gives me hope. If, like, God can take somebody that murdered somebody and change them and literally make them into something so much better, what what can he do with me? Like, yeah. somebody that, like, I'm not saying I'm any better than anyone else, but, like, some he can take somebody and make them love everyone around them and make them into a better person. Like, what can he do with somebody that's yeah. semi-normal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. And I just, like, that gives me so much hope. Like, yes. And I'm just like, wow. And then it, back to the thing of fear. And it's just like, my grandma literally got her leg amputated. And she's like, well, God wants me to live a life with one leg. And I'm like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, right. And it just... I, my coworker said it helps me and I put things into perspective. Like yeah. when you hear stuff and I was like, wow, like yeah. that just says everything. That's so good. Oh, I freaking love your grandma. Dude. Dude. I told that story like two times this week. You I don't did? know why it was on my heart to tell people this yeah. story, but I did. I told them that story because it is, it gives so much hope and encouragement. Mm-hmm. Like God can change literally anybody. Yep. Um, but going back to the fact where we were, where you said, um, that Christians, people think that Christians have it so good or whatever, like living a Christian life means that we're perfect in some sense. One of my friends one time told me she was like, or she asked me this question and it makes me kind of laugh because I'm like, what? But she was like, well, people, <laughs> she's like, well, Christians, don't they kind of just blame their problems and like put it on God and then like it makes it like it basically gives them no accountability to deal with them. And I'm like, 
No. <laughs> Where did you get that insinuation? Yes, like, that's exactly what we do. <laughs> it gives us more accountability of anything. Like, yeah. no, he makes us face that. Dude, like, yes. we have to, like, actually walk through that even though we don't want to. If anything, before I was a Christian, I would just avoid it and brush it off and be like, all right, like, whatever happens, happens. Now it's like, no, God doesn't let me run away. I want to run away. Yeah. He's like, no, get back here. We're fixing yeah. this again. I know. I just thought that's so interesting because it shows some people's, like, honest perspectives of us and I'm like whoa like what do people think I just don't understand dude I always laugh too and we bring this up a lot but like bible thumpers like I feel like yeah. people think we're really like out here thumping bibles dude, like I never got that reference and I, I never will but what I'm like means. you know what if that's what you think I am like that's the worst thing you have to yeah, call me I know. Dude, whatever I know I and I was thinking like when people I'm really starting to get like more confident like when people like say stuff to me like or say stuff to me like oh I heard this about you I'm like I don't even really care what you heard yeah. about me like go ahead like I know what God says about me and that's all I care dude, about it does it makes you look at everything so different you're like honestly you kind of laugh because you're like yeah. dude this does not matter yeah like this world nothing on this world really truly exactly ma- like to an extent right. like I'm not gonna go treat everybody like you know they're nothing <laughs> yeah but I'm like dude like if you really put it in perspective like this stuff does not matter. Yeah. So, like, we sit here worrying about this so much when, like, we have an eternal life to worry about. Dude. Like, we, this life is so temporary to mm-hmm. what we have to look forward to at the end of this. Yes, This dude. is only, like, a blimp in our life. Yep. And every single time that I get, like, upset about something or, like, get, like, mad about something, like, God will stop me and he's like, all right, like, why are we mad? Like, yeah. you know what your values are, where you're going to go. Like, you know where, like... Why are you trying to hold values and getting upset over things that are here that are temporary when our, like, and people, like, I really didn't, I was scared of going to heaven. Like, I was necessary, like, like, I was terrified until, like, heaven sermon, here we go. <laughs> Every podcast, <laughs> Every podcast we're going to start making, like, little, like, theme song for when Caleb brings it up. <laughs> yes. But he literally, like, said, he was, like, your best, this is what helps me, like, our best day on earth is our worst day in heaven. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everything about that changes everything. Like, I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready. Like, we're yeah. like you can take me now. Right. Like, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, it things puts... are crazy here, girl. Oh, like, yeah. Things are really crazy here. I feel like Depressing. this past year, us Christians have been like, God, if you're going to end the world, end it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're ready. <laughs> it's like that TikTok yeah. where she's like, I'm calling Jesus and him knows that I'm ready for him to take me. And she's like sitting there on the phone like and the phone's ringing. Dude, (laughs) yes. Um, And I like, I keep seeing TikToks where it's like, when um can I just get married first and I'm like dude but it's like us going up to heaven and being like okay God I didn't get married yet like all right where's my husband out here like what like God doesn't want us to do that God wants us to only want to be with him like I'm like yes bro but back to the point of like what you said like we I'm not just gonna treat people like dirt like I'm gonna treat people the way like whether no matter how they treat me like pastor said this on sunday like you need to treat the people that hate you the people that were the best for you with love and respect be like oh yep i'm still praying for you like i need to work on that because when somebody treats me bad i just want to like curse them and like all day just be like oh my goodness i'm never gonna forget this like i'm gonna hold a grudge against this person forever (laughs) and then like god really convicts me and i'm like Jesus, I, I pray for them, and I hope that, like, their life and their family are all healthy and good, and I hope that they have a prosperous future, and then I go into, like, prayer, but then I'm, like, after, I'm, like, oh, my goodness. I know. It's, like, 
Um, I did a thing in therapy and it's called brain spotting and we did it on forgiveness and she was like, but you should journal about this because it's just like, it's easy to be like, oh, I forgive them. Like I do forgive them. You can say that all day long, but like you actually need to act on forgiveness. Yeah. And I was like, and now like seeing it, I'm like, wow, like I am acting on it. Like I forgive you. I genuinely do forgive you. Might like always not agree with you and I might not like the things you do, but I forgive you. And yeah. It's not my place to judge you. That's you between you and God. If you're not following your, your life with God that's not on me brother (laughs) so so I have a funny story so yesterday at work and like mind you this well just listen so there's this guy that I work with okay and he is how do I say kind of controversial like I don't know how to put it he likes to debate that's what it is he really likes to debate everything and sometimes it's good and like interesting and sometimes I'm like just let me have mm. this one bro yeah like, I don't <laughs> want to argue about it. <laughs> so anyway but this one it wasn't even like an argument or a debate I was telling one of the other co-workers I was telling him about this story before I had officially given my life to Christ I would me and Zay were at the beach this one time and this guy walks up to us he's like an evangelist but the way that he approached us was so aggressive and he was um. like you're going to hell like how do you know you're going to heaven and these were like I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I don't... And this was, like, after maybe, like, two weeks of me going to church. Like, I didn't officially give my life to Christ. Right. And I totally, obviously, support spreading the Bible and, like, spreading the gospel and trying to save lives I or souls. I totally get that. But the way that he went about it was just very aggressive, and I didn't agree with that. And I was just saying, if he's going to do that, I think he should try to reflect more of God's love. Right. And, um... Obviously, I'm not mad about it. Like, I'm a Christian now, but, like, some people, that could really turn them away from God. Exactly. And that's what I was trying to get across. Like, how people who don't yet understand that stuff are going to get offended. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was talking about. And, um, you know, I was just going into that. And freaking my coworker, dude, he is like, um, well, how do you think... Pharaoh felt when Moses went up to him and told him to that God wants him to free his people. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. He was like, you think he was offended? And I'm like, well, yeah. But to me, that's like a totally different yeah. story. Like, that's like, this dude is holding people captive. I'm on the beach. <laughs> totally. Like, I don't understand how this connect, connects. Yeah. Right? So I'm literally saying, I'm like, okay, that not what I'm trying yeah. to say. I was just saying like I think that when people go out and try to spread the gospel like they should just show God's love right. because that's genuinely what's going to draw people exactly. in, right? The not trying to convict them. Right. And he was like, "Well, um if you weren't doing anything wrong, how do you convict you or condemn you?" That's what he said. The- <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well this like you're starting to make me a little upset." And he goes, "Oh, you're upset? Do you want me to get you some water?" like mocking me and i'm like whoa dude chill out yeah i'm really starting to get a little mad like stop making me angry i'm really not trying to get angry right and he just kept at it kept at it and kept giving examples from the bible and i'm like no like i understand but whatever he wasn't trying to see my perspective at all he wasn't trying to see what i was trying to say so i had to actually walk away i'm like you know what before this gets too escalated (laughs) and i start getting actually mad let me walk away and cool off right and I'm getting to the forgiveness part. But then I came back and he was like, are you still upset with me? And I'm like, no. Right. And I really wasn't. 
And he was like, then he started giving me a whole, I'll say, sermon about <laughs> forgiveness. But oh, no, my is, God. <laughs> but it is. It's very important. Like, yeah. forgiveness is important. And if I hold that in my heart and then every time I see him, I'm going to. Like, yeah. And, like, I mean, I could never because even now, like, the situation is hilarious to me. Like, right. that is so funny. Like, me and my coworkers are debating about, like, the Bible. <laughs> like, he's, like, literally coming at me with just, like, pure scripture. And I'm just like, like, okay. Like, okay. like, we're literally fighting about evangelism. Like, that makes no sense. But, um, no, but it is important because forgiveness literally grows into such, like, ugly bitterness yeah. and, like, anger and jealousy and all exactly. these terrible things. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I didn't realize that because for a while, well, I did realize it, but it'd be like, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I don't feel that way. And then sometimes I'd be like, ew, like about certain people. And I'm like, I don't like being like that because then I want to throw up. Like I literally feel like I want to throw up for me, disgusted with myself. I do want to say though, I don't think, I think that we are very hard on ourselves. Like as people in general, like we're just very hard on ourselves and we have to remember like forgiveness is a process. Like there's, some people and honestly like once we keep developing it as a muscle like yes we'll get better at forgiveness but like it's okay to like take some time to forgive somebody like sometimes forgiveness doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. but don't let it sit in your heart like take it to god pray about it you know either admit your wrongs in it because that help that will humble you Mm -hmm. like you'll be like you know what I didn't do the best in this situation. Like, Mm -hmm. I could have done this to prevent this, you know? And then we're like, okay, it wasn't all that person's fault. And I can actually forgive what they did. Yeah. And break it down like that because it's usually not as big as we think it is. Yeah. And I really, that's going back to, like, even just, like, simple things in life. Like, we're so quick, like, being hard on on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're so quick to, like, hype one of our friends up. But, like, with ourselves, we're like, "Eh, nah, I'm not going to do that to myself. I don't believe that for myself. And my mom, like, recently, I was like... Basically, somebody, like, that I know, like, was going through a hard time, and I was, like, basically helping them through it, and my mom literally said to me, she was like, why don't you tell yourself that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, and when my mom said that to me, it kind of, like, hurt, like, my own self, because I'm like, I'm so quick to, like... And I saw it in a TikTok, too. It all goes together. But I'm so quick to, like, this is, again, back to self-love. But I'm so quick to, like, hype someone else up. But when it comes to myself, then it's like, sucks. And it's just, like... um this girl was saying like about like getting treated a certain way like we're so quick to like be like do not ever treat my best friend bad like you can't treat her bad other lies like I'm gonna beat you up like this that's Mm -hmm. not actually what I would say but like I make sure my friends are treated good but like we don't do that to ourselves so like this girl said like her best advice ever was that the guy said um treat yourself like somebody you love like you would treat someone you love and I was like wow and that's how god treats us yes. like he treats us with the most love in the world so we when we're like oh lonely like oh i'm gonna hit this guy up because i'm lonely right now but why don't i go to read my bible because i know that what he's gonna say is actually true and real and what he actually feels about me dude okay i know this is getting long but i have like <laughs> three or four points i want to make and i will try to say it quickly but so one of them referring to what you said yeah. um is I was talking to one of my managers and he was telling me because he's a recovering drug addict and he was, if you don't know, I work at a Christian like program where they help people through addiction and like they also help homeless people. Yeah. Um, so, or less fortunate people, I should say. Um, and so he was just explaining to me, sometimes we get into talks about, you know, addiction and how it affects your life and all this stuff. And he was telling me how 
in the program, one of the most important things that they focus on is how you shouldn't have a significant other. This is a men's program, so you shouldn't have a girlfriend in the process because then you'll be giving more, you'll be giving some of your energy away to them and you don't have the opportunity to do that. Like you need all the energy you can to focus on you and make sure you're good first before you can ever try to focus on somebody else. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. We're not full. So we can't try to give more and more to somebody else when we're not full. Right. We need to put all of that energy into ourselves. Exactly. And then the second thing I wanted to say is sometimes I think we mistake like when we care about ourselves as cockiness or like arrogance Mm -hmm. and it's not that no you can have a quiet confidence about you where you're confident in yourself secure in yourself i should say and that shows because of how you treat other people because Mm -hmm. if we're not truly confident and we have you know some insecurities and some self-doubt which we all will have a little tiny bit of that but if that overtakes like our confidence we don't treat other people nicely exactly right and so Having confidence is so important, especially when you're a Christian, because you have to have the confidence to walk out what God wants for you. Oh, yeah. And you have to trust yourself and him that you can do that. Oh, yeah. Well, let me take that back. You don't have to trust yourself. You have to trust God, but you have to have the confidence to do it because sometimes it looks crazy Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're the only one doing it. Yeah. And going back to that sermon, he was saying like Peter was the only one getting out of the boat and sometimes... We don't want to get out of the boat that everyone else is sitting in. Yeah. We don't want to be Ooh, the one to good. get out. We don't want to be the one to get out and do something different because everybody else is here. Right. We don't want to get out and move because we don't know anybody there. Everybody we know is here. Right. Wow. Yeah. That is good. It's so good. But like we have to have the confidence to do that. Mm-hmm. Like we can't. Dude, one of my favorite Bible verses, I'm, I'm sorry, this is getting long, That's but okay. um, one of my favorite Bible verses is um, Hebrews. I think 12, 34, 35, and 36. And it's basically saying, Sadie, it's in one of Sadie's, and Sadie said this was one of hers, and that's why I found it. It basically is saying that we don't have to have confidence in us. Like, our confidence can be in God alone. And Mm -hmm. that's, like, what I was getting out of that because I was like, dude, that really reminds me because when I'm feeling, like, not confident in myself and, like, what I'm doing, I'm like, but God has confidence in me, so why don't I have it in myself? Like, I don't even need to have it in myself. I can just have it in Him, and then everything will follow. Right. Sometimes when we doubt ourselves or we doubt the word that God gave us, it's kind of a blow at God. Like, we don't have confidence in you, God, or, like, we don't trust you, God. Right. We don't trust what you say, God. Yeah, like, like, that is the most important thing. And I guess, like, as a Christian, like, that should be our biggest goal is to seek what God says so that we know that we'll be on the right path. Mm -hmm. Because if we can't hear him or we don't know what he's saying, we will never be on the right path and we will be in a constant state of anxiety because we won't know what God wants for us. Right. You know? But the minute we connect with God. But the minute that we actually connect with God and hear what he says and what he wants for us and we walk that out, that will give us the confidence because we know it's not actually coming from us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And it's like, I say this a lot, but it's like, um, okay, but it's like, um, like us, like talking bad about ourselves. This is just a situation, like something simple, but like, it's like us talking crap to ourselves. Like, oh, you're not pretty enough. Like all this stuff. Like that's literally one of sin. And that's two talking shit to God. Like, I'm sorry for swearing, but that literally is like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a piece of art, your masterpiece that you call perfect and beautiful. And you're like, one of your favorite things on in this entire world not good enough like that's literally talking bad to god like what like what are you doing that's crazy so and the very last point i want to make is today 
I, it's another kind of little mini story time, <laughs> but so today, um, I got the opportunity because my work actually has a school that's like part of them. It's like an extension and it's for, it's in a very poverty level, like one of the worst neighborhoods in Milwaukee. Like it is for very poverty level kids and like on people that just have it worse than a lot of other people. Right. And we were driving through, me and my manager, we took like one of the vans, whatever, that's irrelevant. I don't know why I'm adding that little detail, <laughs> one but vans. we took one of the work vans over to Just the so school you guys know. <laughs> to bring some shoes for them because they were doing a shoes and coat drive. And oh, they do those cool. often for them. And so um, we drove over there and my manager, like he used to, you know, like I said, be a big drug addict and stuff. And so he lived in those really bad neighborhoods and he was taking me through some of the streets and it is just, it was such a humbling experience and such an eye-opening experience. Cause obviously like I get some of that from our outreach and, you know, working one-on-one with them. And then obviously at my work, I, I see people who are less fortunate all the time and like have to see some kids go through some really hard things. And, you know, you see that firsthand and it's humbling. Yes. But actually like driving through those neighborhoods, I was like, wow, dude, like, yeah, this is not right that people actually live like this and right. they will never know any different. Right. And like, oh, it's not any of their fault. Like they grow up in this environment and it just becomes what they know. Right. And a lot of times it's hard for them to get out just because of systematic oppression and all of these things that are against like lower income areas. It's just not fair. Oh, for and sure. And it just, every time I, I know that God keeps exposing me to these situations for a reason, but I have such a heart and want to help them so bad. It's just like I don't have the resources to do it yet. Right. But I really, really want to build up to that. And hopefully that's what this podcast brings opportunity to do. Right. Because our city is struggling. And as many cities are, especially this past year, I know a lot of people are struggling. Mm-hmm. But especially like the inner city of Milwaukee. Yeah, the inner city. It is just it's terrible. It's so sad. And that comes back to fear almost because it's just like, could you imagine what those people kids are fearing that's the point that i was bringing it back to so we're driving past these churches okay and like i have never seen little like beat up churches like this but they were like literally so beat up but they still have churches like everywhere and i was telling my boss i was like it's so sickening looking at these mega churches that are literally like thriving and like some people are which i'm happy like obviously god's house should be thriving right but like then looking at this and i'm like dude like they need money like Mm -hmm. they don't have the resources there but he was saying he was like you know what yeah but these are people who know faith more than any of us he was like they are the most faith-filled people and they're the ones who see the need for god more than anybody because of the lives that they you know are pushed into forced into like they know that there's a huge need for God. Right. And that really opened my eyes because I'm like, you know what? We're so privileged that we don't even see the need for God sometimes. No. And those people, they're riding on that every single day exactly. because that's all they have. Right. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Yes, I'm privileged in a lot of ways, but if it means like being connected to God to be humbled like that, like they're fortunate in yeah, that exactly. way. They're rich in some ways that exactly. a lot of us never will experience because we haven't had to walk on faith as much as they have to. And, and God will crazy. reward them for it. That is crazy. That's that so nuts? beautiful, though. Dude. Like, as much as it's, like, sad that they have to live that way, the way that they are getting it, like, is so yeah. cool. Yeah. So eye-opening, dude. 
But yeah, I just wanted to share that story. I feel like this was such a good episode. Yeah, it was. It was just so heartfelt. And yes, I, I needed like, this. Yeah, I didn't need this. <laughs> it was so good. I feel like a lot of people need to hear it. Yes. And as we say a lot of times, but speaking on this subject, obviously me and Kay have a lot of growing to do in our yes. face. It's, like, <laughs> it's coming in strong. Yeah. <laughs> you're perfect. And like, I laugh thinking about when we try to explain stories from the Bible sometimes, because like we know it, but we don't know like the exact details. So we're like, yeah, this guy. And then this, I think he was a follower of Jesus. I think I so. I hope so. He was trying to help this girl's daughter. Like, that's how we explain it. It's so funny. And I'm sure people listening, they know, like, everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry. Don't know. We're trying. <laughs> We're still spreading it. <laughs> but as always, guys, follow us on social media. I'm getting an apartment, so we will officially be able to get on YouTube, Heck which yeah. is kind of a struggle because we just haven't had a consistent place to, like, actually record video. Right. So, now we will be able to get on YouTube And we won't hear barking anymore. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> might. Maybe. Maybe. We still have a dog, but it <laughs> Not will be a lot that barks less. at the yeah. nail man. <laughs> yes. So, I'm super excited for that. I feel like that'll help us Heck grow yeah. a lot faster. Heck yeah. And you guys will be able to actually see how we look when we talk and how our hand but um i just feel like it'll bring it more alive for you guys so Heck i'm really yeah. excited about that and then number two follow us on instagram facebook any other social media yes. we have platforms and we tiktok post- even though we haven't posted in a while but um as far as instagram that's our most active platform yeah. so definitely follow us there for different inspirational quotes and pictures of me and Kay, of course <laughs> Um, we, I really, now that we will have a space too, I want to make more IG videos and like yeah. stories and stuff like that for you guys too, just because I love watching that stuff. So I know that you guys would as well. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, follow us over there cause we're really trying to grow our platform. And if you're on Spotify, can you subscribe Apple. on Spotify? I don't know, but I, I do Apple Music. You can okay. subscribe on Apple Podcasts and download on Apple Podcasts. Okay, yeah. And then on Spotify, I think it's like follow. I think you could follow us and then download the episodes because that helps us out a lot. And that helps us see how many people are actually listening. Yes. Um. Yeah. So thank, thank you, you guys, guys so much. We love you. Thank you for supporting us yes. and listening. If and we, at, oh, go ahead. And if you guys have any prayer requests, you can either DM our joint account or you can DM us separately. Yes. We would love to hear from you guys. And if you guys have any ideas, we kind of just, like, fly by the seat of our pants and we're like, what do you guys want to talk about today? Yeah, (laughs) and it's kind of our fault because we haven't posted too much, like, what do you guys want to hear? But we also don't have a huge following yet, so I think we only get, like, maybe 50 listeners every episode. So it's not a huge following yet, but... It's um, coming. We appreciate the ones who do listen. Yeah, we appreciate you. But... um, for the ones who do listen don't be shy to reach out and ask for what you guys want to hear if yes. we can speak on it we will obviously if we can't we'll just suggest figure prayer but yeah okay now our it, our outros always get like dry yeah we're, we're just, sorry like, word vomit but <laughs> we just like to talk yeah. no honestly what it is, i'm like yeah. you know what i feel like i could literally talk for like days on Same. here and i want to get everything i have to say in one episode yep. and maybe that's why it always ends yeah. up somewhere it's not supposed to because we just talk we're yeah like, oh it's god but maybe it's just that we run our mouths too much it's okay it probably <laughs> it's both it's fine anyways so as always guys we want to save, save the, the girls, girls. Bye. peace out <laughs>